In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC. Hey, this is Doug Robertson of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution with another edition of the Southern Fried Soccer Podcast, which you can find on iTunes. I'm going to be joined tonight by Eric Quintana, the host of the Mouse of the South podcast, which can be found on Dirty South Soccer and Blog Talk Radio. I am here, we are here, in Charleston on a Saturday night. Uh, the team just wrapped up its final preseason game, a 0-0 draw with the Charleston Battery in the Carolina Challenge Cup. Atlanta United finished the event 0-1-2, uh, a loss to Columbus, 3-1 loss to Columbus, a 1-1 draw with Minnesota, and the scoreless draw tonight. The team will begin its regular season at Houston next Saturday uh, as it looks to try to make the playoffs for the second consecutive season. Uh, Eric, the team fielded mostly reserves tonight. Uh, there were a few starters that I think we'll see in Houston in Hector Viaba, Franco Escobar, and Michael Parkhurst. But who among the guys on the field tonight that weren't the starters impressed you? Um, you know, it was good to see the kids out there. Um, Andrew Carlton, I think, was a fan favorite. He, he, I think, for the most part, impressed for what he was able to do. Um, Andrew Wheeler, I think, was a kind of a guy that turned heads a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then um, I think Romario Williams, for the most part, was okay. Um, for the most part, it was Andrew Carlton and, and Andrew Wheeler that I think were the, the ones that were most impactful throughout the course of the game. I think they had the most, uh, if you want to call it turn headage, Mm-hmm. You want to name it that they they turned the the, the most heads, if you will. Um, other than that, it was uh, it was an okay game for the rest of them. Again, zero zero draw doesn't give you a lot of confidence about this second team when it comes to, as a whole, I guess when it comes to playing against USL talent. But again, they're growing, so hopefully we see them progress as they go along in this USL season. Yeah, one thing that Gerardo Martino said after the game that he liked was that they did dominate most of the possession. He thought that they created some chances, but they didn't really do a very good job getting Romario Williams the ball in tight spots. Uh, I thought Williams did well with his hold-up play, trying to get other people involved. That's something he said he's been working on, and he knows he's got to improve if he wants to get some minutes with Atlanta United uh, instead of having to play with Atlanta United too. But they didn't really create too many good chances. Those that they did typically came from Andrew Carlton. He had the kind of looping back heel pass uh, early, I think like probably within five minutes of the game. It was a pass that was behind him because it bounced off of a Charleston defender. He slowed his run, kind of caught the ball with his heel, looped it over his, his head, over a defender's head, and to Escobar, who kind of continued the run. It was a tight angle, though, so they couldn't take advantage of that. He had a headed shot in the first half that uh, Cooper saved. Uh, Carlton thought it was probably going to hit the bar. And then he had the pass in the second half that just kind of surprised everyone. 
The ball came diagonally across the field to him on the right side, probably, I don't know, 45 yards from goal. He one-timed a right-footed pass with the outside of his foot, split Charleston's defender's it had the right amount of weight on it that Gallagher, John Gallagher, was able to catch up to it. Couldn't beat Cooper, though. But those kind of plays are why Atlanta United supporters want to see more Carlton. Yeah, that was the kind of the play. If you want to kind of summarize this game on, on one on one play, that was it. That was the one that we all kind of were expecting something to happen with. Nothing ended up happening with it because of Odisno Cooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's still the buildup and the way that Andrew Carlton was able, again, put that perfect weight on that pass, the way Gallagher was able to get to that. Um, it, it was just kind of a, I almost want to say good on Odisno Cooper and then just mm-hmm. bad luck on Gallagher's part that they couldn't, he couldn't convert that into a goal. But uh, that was what you wanted to see. And I think you can expect to see a lot more of that from ATL UTD2. Um, coming going into the USL season, a lot of that, a lot of finding guys like Romario Williams and uh, and Gallagher. Uh, once they get into the season, you're going to see a lot of those kind of weighted passes into that space. A lot of a, a lot like what you see in Martinez, almost a little bit, mm-hmm. and how they kind of try to set up Martinez a lot of the times. At mm-hmm. least in 2017, 2018 might be a little different, but um, the way they try to set up Martinez, I think you're going to see a lot of that in in, uh, in uh, Atlanta United too. The plays that Carlton made tonight, frankly, aren't plays that you're going to see. I don't think you'll see Almiron try. Uh, but it's those little moments that are what the Atlanta United supporters, it drives them crazy because they want to see more Carlton. But, you know, this was against USL competition. So it's it's just a different thing. It's, it's, it's an odd place to be, I think, if you're Atlanta United and Carlton right now. I think that if he were to play in the starting 11, he could have an impact. I don't know how much of an impact. And if he doesn't have an impact, how might that affect his confidence? How might it affect the confidence of those around him? So I think I think he'll get minutes for the first team this season, but I think you're most likely seeing him get a lot of good quality minutes against quality competition with Atlanta United 2 in the USL. I, I really think that the kind of the outrage in terms of playing Anderton, playing uh, Gosselin, this first team, as young as they are. And it's not about them being super young. It's about their experience at the professional level. Remember, mm-hmm. these kids have, for the most part, spent their time playing against kids their age. Mm-hmm. They haven't spent a lot of time playing against professionals. and uh, they're, Grown a, men professionals. Exactly. There's a difference in playing against kids your age and, and grown men. I'm not saying they're not good enough to do it. What I am saying is that they haven't got enough time doing that. Right. Gosselin has shown flashes of that of those moments uh, Carlton the same but when you ask them to do that on a on a day in day out basis like like the like the MLS season is it's a different story right. and so uh, you look at those moments and you think great those are moments of, of those are good moments for those players can they do it on a uh, on a continuous level can they mm-hmm. continuously do that at the USL level and translate that to um, uh, Atlanta United too I'm not I think Andrew Carlton will get certainly get playing time in Atlanta United mm-hmm. on the first team. Martino said as much tonight after the right, game. In 2018, he's certainly going to get, at points, playing time. I think Gosselin could. I think he's going to sp- spend like 90 95% of his time at ATL UTD2. But that's not to say that that's a bad thing. I, right. I really don't want to – I would like to see them play. I'm also not demanding it like some fans right. are. And then 
Not to say it's bad because they're fans and they want to see this team progress and the, and the young stars, you know, do what they do. But um, sometimes I, I trust Tata and, and what he's able to uh, to see talent wise and, and how he's able to put this team together. I trust his decision making when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's about picking spots, right? You want to put them in positions to succeed, and just putting them in the starting lineup to put them in the starting lineup. I don't think it's probably a good theory. They are both just 17 years old. I think they, I think Carlton will get minutes for the first team, but you just got to pick the spots, and that's not a bad thing. Um, another guy that we, we mentioned that really impressed me tonight was Andrew Wheeler Aminu. Uh, I really hadn't gotten to see a whole lot of him other than U.S. Open Cup last year. Uh, one of the first things that stood out to me was he was very tough uh, in the defensive midfield with his tackles. And then one thing I'd never seen from him because I just didn't have any chances or opportunities to was his speed. He chased down uh, kind of a rampaging Charleston fullback on a, on a break in the first half, did it again in the second half, uh, headed obviously the opposite direction. But he really impressed me tonight. Uh, I know Jason Longshore tweeted that he thought he was the man of the match for Atlanta United tonight. I wouldn't argue against that. Um, so I'm really going to be curious to see what his minutes are this season. There is a hole at defensive midfielder. Another guy who impressed me who also plays at the same position is Oliver Shannon. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him get some minutes this season. A lot will depend upon Parkhurst's health and what they do with Lorenowitz if they move him back into the defensive midfielder role or if they rotate those guys around at center back. What do you think, Eric? I certainly think there's a plan in place. I don't think he just you know stack up on on a lot of these young players and just and just hold them. I think there's a plan to play Carlton, there's a plan to develop Goslin. I think there's a plan that to, in Tata's mind so that he doesn't have to dip into that art, that South American kind of pool that he has. Mm-hmm. It's there for the his benefit is there for, you know, when he needs it, but at some point he's going to want to be able to pull from kids like Andrew, Andrew from from Goslin from um, Andrew Wheeler um, from Miles Robinson, who I thought looked okay tonight. I think he um, there was a, there's a lot of um, you know has he developed enough? Has a, that conversation in the fan base? And um, I thought tonight he had a good game, he, mm-hmm. a, a fine game. It wasn't anything impressive or overly impressive at that, but it was a a game where you know he did what he was expected expected to do, and um, he did fine. Uh, but I think there's a plan in place, and I, again, I trust. As 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 a podcaster, as a fan, I, I trusted his his decision making when it comes to when Andrew Andrew's going, Eric Carlson's going to play, when Gosson's going to play, when uh, uh, Wheeler's going to play, uh, when Robinson's going to play, and I think that spending a, a majority of the time playing in Lane United two, um, playing against professionals for the first time in their career, for the most part, um, is going to be a benefit to those players. I agree. Uh, I thought I liked Rob, what Robinson did tonight. Um, for a guy who really barely played anywhere last season, he had six appearances with Charleston, five starts, one half with Atlanta United in the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, I thought he looked really good tonight. He only had one bad pass uh, that I remember. It was a one across the field in the second half that he just didn't hit with enough mustard. Um, but I thought he looked comfortable, and that was probably the expectation, I would think, for him tonight. He played well with the ball at his feet. He didn't try anything too fancy. His athleticism was there. His speed was there. He always got back to cover. He did the job he was supposed to do. 
Um, so it's one of those situations that if you have to put him in for a spot start in the league this season, depending upon the right opponent, like uh, a Minnesota United, since we just saw them, I think he would do well against Minnesota United. Uh, he could handle the physicality of Ramirez or, or the speed of Denlotti, uh, for example. Uh, he could step in and be okay. Uh, you wouldn't have to worry about him. And then in the meantime, he can go to Atlanta United too, get a lot of minutes, uh, and, and still train against the first-team guys and just become a better player. I think that's the difference in this year and last year. Is last year you had a bunch of young guys who you didn't get to see a lot of. This year you're going to have a lot of young guys who you're going to be able to uh, have some quantitative value to Atlanta United the first team. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be able to take what they do with ATL UTD2 and, and see how it transfers over to Atlanta United. And uh, you're going to have young guys playing professional minutes. And that's not something we've seen before because we're such a new team, uh, because Atlanta United is such a new team. And, uh, you know, you're going to be able to see how they react to adversity, how they react to their success, mm-hmm. how they react to uh, issues that come between teammates. You're going to be able to see all this and see how it tra- how it might translate over to Atlanta United, uh, the first team. Um, we haven't seen that in the past. And that's one of the reasons, that's one of the main reasons I think that Andrew Carlton didn't play much last year. You didn't see how his play on the field translated to the first team. You didn't see how Gosselin translated to the first team. Now you're starting to see a little more of that um, in any and all the players, not just those two. Those two are specifically kind of used as examples because they're kind of the shining stars of Atlanta United, uh, the, the youth that Atlanta United has brought in so far. But all the guys they bring in the, ML, uh, in the MLS draft, um, Oliver Shannon, uh, Gallagher, um, you're going to see guys like Miles Robinson, Robinson. You're going to see all those guys get actual professional minutes and see how that translates to the Atlanta United first team. Yep. Well, we're going to wrap this uh, Southern Fried Soccer podcast up. I hope that you'll go and buy the paper tomorrow. It's got all of your Atlanta United season preview material that I've been working on. It's uh, been online on myajc.com, which is our our subscriber-only site. Um, If you don't buy the paper, I hope you'll get the digital subscription so that you can read all the content. I had fun writing it. I think it's a pretty good look at the team going into the season. Eric, how can people find you on social media? At Eric G. Quintana on Twitter, Q-U-I-N-T-A-N-A, and the podcast at M-O-T-S Podcast on Twitter. And how often does a podcast come out? Every week, usually Wednesdays or Thursdays, just depending on uh, our schedules. Wednesdays is what we prefer, but sometimes it's not till Thursday night, Friday morning, something like that. And I understand y'all have some swag now, is that correct? We got stickers, so if you want a sticker, hit us up on, uh, email us if you want a sticker, uh, motspodcast at gmail.com. I think we're trying to come up with a uh, scarf, and possibly, and I don't know who's going to buy this, but possibly a kit idea for the podcast. Oh, that's cool. Uh, we'll see how that works, but yeah. uh, it's something interesting that we're at least going to try. Oh, that's cool. And you can find me on Twitter at Doug Robertson AJC. On Facebook at Atlanta United News Now. Uh, I try to post on both places as often as I can. And again, I hope you'll subscribe uh, to the paper. The season starts. Uh, content, it can't be free. Uh, you know, nothing is free. Uh, it costs less to read all the Atlanta United coverage and all the other Atlanta sports uh, for a month as it does for a, a foot long subway combo. Uh, and you get everything you want. So I hope you'll at least consider it. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. 
Again, you can find it on iTunes, Southern Fried Soccer, and we will talk to you later.